Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to Toronto Raptors 92-90 win against the Philadelphia 76ers. Riker, my, my voice is gone from screaming at the TV. I, I'm blown away. This is the greatest game, greatest basketball moment I've ever watched in my life. Ben, I don't know your middle name, Rogers. <laughs> wow. I, listen, I'm euphoric. Let's, okay, let's... Let's start on a a real note here. Let's give something sensible for the followers, and then let's just get into it, Ben. There's no comment of the day, A, because nothing could prepare us for what was on display tonight. Instead, we have a few people that have been messaging tonight, a few people that I promised to be on the podcast, but instead, I would like to have an entire podcast dedicated to people's reactions to last night's game, to any videos, any pictures that you had of that amazing final shot, to any takes. So tomorrow night, I'm going to open the line for anybody that wants to tune in, and I'm just going to chat with the fans. So like I said, if you have videos, if you have pictures, if you have hot takes, if you have responses, tomorrow night is the night I'm going to bring all the fans onto the podcast, and we'll do that. But Ben, tonight, wow. Biggest shot, I, I, I'm euphoric, biggest shot of the Raptors, Toronto Raptors history playoff moment. It's, you, you see scenes in movies, right? When they have like kids movies, like like Coach Carter or something. Like, it doesn't even seem like they know a lot about basketball. And, and the final shot comes down to like 10 bounces off the rim. That actually happened tonight, Ben. 10 bounces off the rim. Bro, cool. okay, so the, the Kawhi doing like that play of the day, that segment right here. Kawhi Leonard, Masai Ujiri this summer. Kawhi Leonard doesn't play all last season. He demands a trade. He comes to the Raptors. The Raptors pick up the greatest player of all time <laughs> in a trade. Like DeMar DeRozan, I love him to death, but this is why we bring in Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard gets traded to our team. People are saying he doesn't even want to come. And Raptors fans, we don't even know what to what to do, what to think, but we're hyped. We have this player on our team. It's been an up and down year. Our players aren't even doing anything in the playoffs, you know, compared to what they're regularly doing. Serge Ibaka turns into Steph Curry this game. Kawhi Leonard takes 40 shots and against a team with four all-stars, shoots a fadeaway long two over Joel Embiid, Riker. And you mentioned it. The, the shot could have been a meme. It hit the rim 8,000 times, and it rolls in. I... Ben. It was... The, <sighs> don't look at the box score, all right? Turn it off if you have it opened up. How many people played tonight? How many people in Toronto Raptors played? Un- unfortunately, I, I know it's seven. Only it's seven, seven yeah. people played. And I said all game long to my roommate, I want to see Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam, Marcus Gasol, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard out on the floor at the same time. That's the lineup that closed the final five minutes, Mm -hmm. and what a display they gave us. I mean, you and I, we pride ourselves on understanding the technical breakdown of basketball games, Mm -hmm. right? We understand a lot about playmaking. We understand a lot about the fundamentals. You and I have both coached for many years, right? We have experience Mm -hmm. with that. But tonight, I was not able to watch it impartially. I was not able to watch it with an analytical standpoint. I watched tonight's game purely as a fan. Stress to the max, 
the most stress that I think I've had in about two years time, and I'm working a very high stress job. I'm sure you are in a lot of stress with your school, but tonight, Ben, I felt like nothing else in the world was happening tonight. It was all about winning or losing. And my God, I got lost in it. I got lost in tonight's game. I got lost in that final shot. I've never felt such high emotions before in my entire life. Yeah. As, as you mentioned, I had a lot of, for people that watched the Instagram live, they saw, uh, we had a lot of Sixers fans around me. I comp- the fourth quarter, I just blocked everything out. I literally couldn't hear what people were saying to me. I could only hear the voices talking talking through the screen. I was switching streams because it kept glitching out. I could only see Kawhi Leonard's face as he went up the court every possession. Riker, I, this this game can't be looked at as a basketball game. This this game is looked at as a moment in history, one a moment in your life that you will never forget, and. What just go through your thought process during those free throws and that last possession? Well, Ben, I said it to you a little bit before tonight, mm-hmm. or before we started this podcast. I said if you'll reflect back to the 2013 season, the San Antonio Spurs were playing the Miami Heat, right? And we'll mm-hmm. remember that this is one of the biggest Heat's championship runs ever. the mm-hmm. The San Antonio Spurs they have the two nothing lead. Kawhi Leonard late game. One possession left. He has the opportunity to bring it up by four. An impossible comeback. And he misses his second free throw. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen goes, or sorry, Chris Bosch goes on to get that offensive rebound. Ray, Ray Allen, of course, hits that crazy corner shot. They win game six in overtime. Then they win mm-hmm. the whole entire series. And I said, because Kawhi Leonard had that exact same opportunity tonight, I said, Kawhi Leonard, he's thinking about it for sure. But this is a redemption. Six, seven years later, he has the ability now to ice the game. And he did the same thing. He missed the shot. And I... You could see his demeanor. He wanted that. That call, that last play possession, that was for him. And and, and it mm-hmm. is crazy because Game 5 came down to a shot over Joel Embiid, one of the biggest, most dominating centers in the entire league, one of the biggest guys in the entire NBA, right? That coverage, a double team with Embiid and Ben Simmons, uh, a fadeaway corner three from a guy that we're leaning on to bring our team into new places, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times bounced off the rim for that to go in. I don't know about you. I screamed. I jumped. I cried. I fell on the ground. It's crazy, Ben. I, it, can't, like, it literally can't be more storybook than this possible outcome. Like You cannot, if you were writing a Hollywood movie to make some sort of crazy, you want the fans, you want the audience to celebrate a win, you can't draw up something more picturesque than what happened tonight we are absolutely gifted to have this player on our team. I can't believe that the game ended this way. I predicted a twenty-point blowout. I should have, I should have held my tongue because I, it's. I have no words. I have no words. Well, to make it even more storybook esque, you know, a lot of people were talking about it before this game, but you can look back. I believe it was maybe nineteen years ago, eighteen years ago. I don't know the specific time, but. Vince Carter playing against the Philadelphia 76ers, AI 76ers, the graduation game. You know, people talked about how Kawhi might not be all in on this Toronto Raptors team. You know, you can make the point, Vince Carter, he he went to his graduation in the morning. Some people are mad about that. Some people aren't. We won't get into that now. But he had a chance to, to win the game down the stretch of that one as well. And that shot went up. Vince Carter had a much cleaner look than Kawhi Leonard did tonight. And he missed it. It's been replayed over and over. Obviously, both of us were too young to watch it live, but we've seen it multiple times just being such huge fans of the Toronto Raptors. And tonight, Kawhi Leonard, he, he redeemed that the almost two-decade-long drought. 
that two-decade-long chance of really having a run at the NBA Finals. And obviously, we have to get through the Bucks right now, and that's going to be a whole own exciting story, whole own exciting series. But you know, the fact that it all comes full circle against the Philadelphia 76ers, Kawhi Leonard hits a crazy fadeaway over the other team's best player. I I'm lost for words. This whole well, podcast. The simple fact I'm just... of the matter is, Ben. The simple fact of the matter is, I had been preparing myself the entire game for a loss. I hate to say it, but the stress level was so high for me. We have so much personal. Well, we've been we've it's been crazy. dealing with LeBron, right? The past few years, yeah. we're just so used to going up against a guy in the second round, and ex- the Raptors ha- cannot yeah. capitalize on final possessions. You almost have to prepare yourself for a guaranteed loss when it comes down to a final possession. And not only that, Ben, but I was ready to chalk up. We've just become so accustomed as Toronto Raptors fans to having the most disappointing exits possible that you really can't ever prepare to have a victory. But now with this, Ben, I've been saying I'm willing to put down money on the line. If you want to make a bet, if you can think about this right now between you and I, I'm willing to put money down the line. The Raptors will easily come through the the Milwaukee Bucks because I said way before the playoffs happened that the 76ers would be the most difficult matchup for the Toronto Raptors because of the certain players, the size, everything. But now you have a much smaller uh, backcourt. You have Lowry and Van Vliet are able to exploit the defenses. Mm -hmm. You have... Really only one guy that you need to shut down consistently, their second best player, Middleton. He really will be guarded by probably Pascal Siakam, who did a fantastic job in containing the second best player on the Even Danny Green could body Chris Middleton. Even Danny Green. I think that the Toronto Raptors now are going on to the NBA Finals. The Finals, Ben. This was it. This was it. And what an outcome. You 100% did say that, that the Sixers, they're the team you're most afraid of in the Eastern Conference. I'm still not necessarily sold, but the, you know we're, we'll, have, we'll make a lot of videos breaking down this Buck series and all that. So I, I'm going to reserve my opinion. I'm literally just in a, in a state of my brain is just completely foiled right now. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by what just happened, Riker. Just yeah. the fact that... You know, J.J. Redick was hitting those threes. Jimmy Butler was hitting clutch shots. He had that layup, that steal. Ben Simmons was dunking left and right, even though he didn't take many shots. Joel Embiid started hitting dribble pull-up fadeaways. Uh, Tobias Harris, he shot over 50% from the field. It was it was a recipe, and, you know, we haven't really brought it up, but the Philadelphia 76ers, they, you know, people are saying Brett Brown should be fired and they should blow things up and all that dumb stuff. They came out and they played. They took us. Yeah, they played. You know, we were given a lot of credit. And, you know, this is the Raptors podcast, and we always do that. But they played phenomenal. They fought crazy hard in this game seven. They took a, a series series. And I know the Raptors role players struggled, but the stars on Philadelphia really showed up and you know, no one really shot the greatest, but I just want to give some credit to the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben, you got to give a lot of credit because tonight yeah. there was no offense. No offense. It was defense yeah. on both sides. Both held mm-hmm. to under 100 points. The only offensive play was the final possession by Kawhi Leonard yeah. that hit a shot that had no reason for going in whatsoever. Both teams fought incredibly hard. Game 7, I think the the Philadelphia 76ers, they have a promising future. I feel like they probably will blow up now. They probably will, you know, jump the or pull the trigger too early, probably get rid of Brett Brown. They might do some weird reshuffling. I think it's a real yeah. shame because 
it was not a fault of the 76ers. It was the mm. offense and the triumph of a superstar player, a generational player in Kawhi Leonard that really triumphed that entire team. It was nothing to do with the 76ers. It had to deal with a once-in-a-lifetime shot. Well, I, I know we're going to probably make a video on this question, maybe multiple over the summer, seeing as Kawhi is going to be obviously our biggest storyline. But where does this cement like a, a huge boulder in his legacy? You know what I mean? Is this a... Is this a all a superstar defining generational player defining moment for Kawhi? Does this put him above the likes of Kevin Durant? I know he probably has to win a couple more rings or something like that, and the playoffs aren't even over. But this seems like one of those moments that you look at. You know how every superstar is one of those players. Like Larry Bird has that steal and he throws it behind. Magic Johnson has that kind of Kareem skyhook. You know LeBron James has that block against the Golden State Warriors. Is this a? I know it's not in the finals, and I guess we'll we'll have yeah, to wait. Michael, There's a lot of you playoffs. Can't forget to go. the Michael shot over. Yeah, um, the, who was it? Uh, oh, it starts with a knee. Ah, I can't uh, remember. It. Jeff Hornacek or no, no, it was over the Cavaliers player. Oh yeah, yeah, that game winner. Uh, Craig Elo. Craig, Elo, I yeah, Elo. Sure. I think it was. It was Elo. Yeah. But Ben, let you're asking me is this, this question, but, but riddle, yeah. riddle me this. Riddle me this because obviously this is a big shot for the Toronto Raptors, but the way that it went down, right over. Mm-hmm. A Philadelphia team that's been hostile, a Philadelphia team that you pointed out has four all-stars, Philadelphia team that's big on showboating, Kawhi Leonard with expectations all year. Will he stay? Won't he stay? He had a fadeaway three over the best player on the field. Okay, a long two, a fadeaway long two over two Philadelphia defenders into his own bench who immediately swarmed him into the likes of one of the best fan bases in the entire NBA, right? The Toronto Raptors fans exploding in euphoria and celebration and the expression on Kawhi Leonard's face and the absolute pure joy and energy and intensity that came out of him. You tell me, Ben, what does it say for his future with the Toronto Raptors? What does it say for cementing his legacy? I'm throwing this question right back to you. Well, I've been saying if they make the Eastern Conference Finals, I know people are talking, he's already got his mind up whether he's staying or leaving, whatever. I think that's kind of wild. No one knows about what Kawhi's doing. I don't think he knows yet. I think he's staying after this moment. I said if they make the Eastern Conference Finals with how everything Toronto has done for him, you know, how they dealt with the situation all that and built a solid team around him, you know, as long as they don't flame out and get swept by the Bucks, I think he's going to stay now. But I'm not even worried about that. We can break all that down whatever, you know, for the point that you brought up, you asked, is he a legend? You know, there's people comparing him to Kobe Bryant. I know Max Kellerman said he's more clutch than Kobe Bryant, and people kind of flamed him, but, you know, this is one of the moments. As long as Kawhi can keep it up, because obviously his career is not nearly over, and he needs to show it on a very consistent basis, but if, if Kawhi Leonard continues to be a you know a star in this league and he has maybe one uh, moment this mo- a moment like this obviously it's going to be tough to top this in his career but if he continues to have big moments he could go down as a top 10 top you know one of those top guys of all time the way he plays defense the way he can score and if he can do that on the Toronto Raptors Riker I'm well then I, he's going to be crazy He's got to stack up all those right-hand knuckles with rings, of course, <laughs> right? He's got to fill out that one palm, that claw. they got to be filled with bling, uh, with ice, if you may. But um, 
he's on a good path right now and i think we can keep this podcast short relatively of course 15 and a half minutes but we're not going to go into the plays of the game i think what we should do we should have a more analytical breakdown after of course like i said tomorrow we will do uh reactions with the fans we'll get everybody who is listening if you have any cool videos cool pictures cool takes should we leave a leave a google doc in the or whatever in the comments yeah we'll set it all up tomorrow for entirely sure we'll let everybody know via instagram uh, all the mediums. I'm sure that people will be listening to this. So tomorrow night, we'll let everybody know the details. But I would say after mm-hmm. that, Ben, when we are more clear-minded, because of course we're just so excited right now, we'll get My down to a bigger. My throat is gone. I everything. Can't speak. Everything. My brain is dead. Um, yeah. We should get into a real breakdown of both what happened in this last game, what the Raptors this need to series. improve on, and then a forecast of the Milwaukee Bucks. We only have two days. Wednesday is Game One against Milwaukee Ooh. in Milwaukee. And it's going to be a lot to handle, but uh, it's it's exciting. Lots of videos coming. Yeah. We'll probably we'll get the information out on the video tomorrow uh, via Instagram. So if you want to be in that, definitely check out our Instagram. You know, follow us on there. We'll put that'll be our I guess our main source of info on that. But we want to see your guys' reactions. I know I lost my mind. Riker, you brought it up. The craziest moment in Raptors history. Kawhi is the GOAT. We have a lot of playoffs, hopefully, left to go. So lots of breakdowns coming on the Raptors Digest. Subscribe to the channel. As I mentioned, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. You're the best for making this far. I'm so happy right now, Riker. It's a great time to be a Raptors fan. G-O-A-T, Ben. Cheers.